What's up, people? And how are you on this uh, lovely Friday the 13th? Um, I This is going to be a short episode because uh, I'm, I'm, you know, on my own. Uh, and also because um, I'm dealing with like, I, I got to deal with like film school stuff because uh, I'm doing that. I'm enrolling in, in film school. Um, so that's gonna that's happening uh but so i have to get i have to get a lot of paperwork and crap done for that um i'm also eating grapes because i haven't eaten yet today so but this is going to be an, a small talk about how excited i am uh and after watching um suicide squad this isn't going to be a full review it's not going to be a full or anything i'm waiting for braulio to watch it and then we're gonna we're gonna talk about it uh but i just finished watching it about 15 minutes ago and uh god dang that thing is good it's good it's a good movie this is this is me telling you to go watch that movie um watch it go watch it uh they okay so um this is probably going to end up just being my non-spoilery kind of review for it. But uh, uh, so the first Suicide Squad, everybody remembers it. I definitely remember it as the movie that I can never watch again or I will jump off of a building. Um, I hated that thing. Uh, the Joker subplot was trash. The entire thing with Harley, they didn't do my girl Harley right throughout that entire movie. The whole Slipknot thing, that all of that garbage it was garbage um hated that movie uh this movie on the other hand good great even i i literally said damn that's cool about five times in a row in this movie i was like damn that's cool damn that's cool damn that's cool damn that's cool damn that's cool. Damn, like i kept saying because i just couldn't stop saying it because just cool stuff kept happening immediately after the last thing that had happened. I was like, oh, that's cool. Oh, my God, that's cool. Oh, my gosh, that's cool. Right? Like, it was so cool. Let's keep saying it. Like, it, 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 they really, they really made a great choice. Um, the writing is infinitely better than the first one. And, uh, and it's better than a like a lot of, movies i've seen recently like new movies that i've seen recently last year was of course a very bad year for making movies um so the writing is is really good whoever they got to write this movie um it deserves a freaking award and like they need to they they gotta get them back to to write something else for for like not just dc but like so i hope they get a lot of work because they they put a lot of work into this you could tell um the directing of course was top notch james gunn it it looked like james gunn was literally let out to play with this movie like gardens of the galaxy has a has a it has a you can tell that james gunn made it because it has the telltale signs of his directing work but gardens of the galaxy compared to this it feels like james gunn was like on a leash with guardians it go like guardians 2 has a little bit more like you can tell that like, he made a little bit he had a little bit more free reign like he could do a little bit more but the writing wasn't up to par with that with this it it's like james gunn was just let out and they were like hey just go do your thing it felt like a better like if it felt like early james gunn but in a good way 
because I know a lot of people don't like those that like Scooby Doo movie. Um, I do. I it's um, it's amazing to me. It's beautiful to me. Um, and I laugh every single time I see it. Um, but it felt like early James Gunn kind of willing to try stuff, willing to mess with things with the polish of late day James Gunn, who's been in the industry for a while, um, where he knows he knows his shots. He knows what he's looking for. He knows the graphics he wants. He knows all these things. And you mix the two of them together, that kind of like youthful exuberance that he used to have a lot more of before he kind of, you know, before, you know, you get weathered down by Hollywood eventually. But that youthful exuberance that you used to see in his projects so much mixed with the polish of being in the industry for so long. And it's culminated in something that is that is visually stunning. Like it is visually amazing. Like just with the like it's there's simplistic shots through a lot of it, but the way that they utilize those shots and the way that they utilize editing and the way that they use the the actors and the scene and things like that really brings it up to a level that's beyond where an a shot like that would normally be, and it is it's amazing that they that they did that, um, and. Not to say, not listen. I'm not saying that James Gunn is like by any any means like weathered down. He is, of course, a great director. Um, jokes, you know, jokes of his past on his Twitter aside, he is a great director. Um, and that's that's what I'm looking at here. I'm not, you know, personal life gotta get it together. Um, but as far as directing, this was top notch. It was it was primo. It was prime. Um, so. They really is something about like an ensemble film that really lets James Gunn thrive and work. And they really they gave him a great cast with this. Margot Robbie, Idris Elba, like Viola Davis was popping off in this, too. Like the the entire cast really brought an A game that elevated this movie beyond what could have been done with like with anybody else like it's a bit rocky in the beginning because it's not like you don't have those like it's campy in the beginning which is fun it's fun it's it's a fun camp not like a oh this is terrible camp like it's like yeah this is this is campy this is like very reminiscent of like comic books from the past like it's not it's it feels like it was purposefully written poorly because they're like it's meant to be campy so it works right because that that like feel doesn't carry over to the rest of the movie it doesn't carry over at all like there is a distinct point where like the camp cuts and it's very early it's like within the first five minutes or the first 10 minutes or whatever like there's a distinct point where like you can tell like okay they're like serious now like this is like this is the movie this early bit was kind of like it was the campy bit it was like get you acclimated to the story acclimated to like what's going down what's happening and now we're in like the actual story of the movie and like it works it works very well it works uh, the transition works pretty well the the everything about it kind of meshes really well to kind of give you that that feel of like it feels kind of like a comic book but in a good way um because a lot of times when you translate comic books to film it doesn't translate well uh, with the exception of, you know, the exception of like Into the Spider-Verse and, and things like that, where it translates extremely well. Um, but uh, but like this felt like a great blend of the two. Um, 
with kind of like some of the shots that they made felt very like comic books in the 90s like i really hope i i think they confirmed that he is doing suicide squad 2 james gunn so i really hope they get the same team back together for it like i hope they get the same writers i hope they have the same kind of camera crew and everything like that like because they really they really put this together really well like really well it was beautiful um like of course get you know same cast popping off like that 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 team i want a, i want a whole I, after watching it immediately i was like i want more of this like right now i want more of this i wanted a full season of a tv show of that team of the suicide squad like so i was like oh my gosh this crew is this is it this is it this is the team this is what we needed this is what we like like harley harley quinn requires a team to balance out the energy that harley is giving right and most directors and most writers and it seems the studio heads really is the problem with this because most writers and directors kind of understand the character but they lean too heavily into one thing or the other either they lean too heavily into trying to make her deadpool which the comics have started doing recently as well with the way that she kind of talks to the audience and all this type of stuff where she's breaking the fourth wall when harley's supposed to just you know she's she's there right like she's there she's on an adventure and she lives within the world where the joker understands that he's in a comic book the difference between the joker and harley is that harley lives in her world she lives in her world and she believes every piece of that world too much right so she's she's ruled by logic to a degree which is why she was never as bad as the joker because she understands that people need certain things and life is the way that it is because she's living life she doesn't understand that she's in a comic book so they lean too heavily into that oftentimes where they try to make her deadpool right which we saw a lot in birds of prey and the the fantabulous emancipation of harley quinn um which they didn't give enough straight woman energy not like not in terms of like sexual orientation i mean like in the classic comedy terms of being a straight man um where like you're where you're like the serious one to somebody else's uh, wacky. So in this, in, so in Harley Quinn, it would be uh, somebody being the straight woman to Harley's like wacky zaniness. They didn't have enough to it because she was, she was kind of leading the story in all these crazy directions. And there was no one to bring realism like enough realism because you had detective montoya um who was there to kind of be like oh this this is gritty this is you know this is blah 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 whatever but then everybody else when you have eight people running around leaning into the crazy and only one person saying hey this is we're still in reality it doesn't really work anymore because everybody else in the movie was like leaning into the wackiness and you only had one person saying nope we're still we're still in reality we're still grounded in reality look at us grounded in reality and it kind of lost that that like that balance in this harley is is balanced out very well by the rest of the team to give like to make her wackiness endearing number one because you're like looking at it you're like that's funny that's that's a funny moment of comedic relief the entire thing isn't comedic relief because harley has serious moments and she has like 
has these kind of you know these action really good action sequences oh my gosh i was so excited to see like harley quinn in action like for real allowed to let off the cuff like action like we saw a bit of that in birds of prey but like we didn't see like we saw kind of like action movie generic action movie action but in this movie we get to see like harley quinn specific action sequences where like they lean into into our histories and and all these types of things to to kind of create this this like fighting style for Harley and I was like so I was like looking at it and I was like that's that's what we needed to see and it's so great because like with the exception of like Atomic Blonde and and like some aspects of like John Wick or you know like the the some some characters in that and Birds of Prey we haven't really seen a really good like bruiser action sequence with a female lead and it's like and we need it right like wonder woman is like cool because she has like powers but that's very like flowy and like a lot of the and some some of the directing was kind of like in injustice league mainly and in like wonder woman films like the action isn't really the focal point Right. So we don't see too much of like Diana getting down and dirty and fighting and doing fisticuffs and things. She's kind of like running around and jumping and you get a couple of sword swipes. So we don't get a lot of that like in-depth action. And then in Justice League, it was very much male gazy where like in the middle of the fight sequence, there will be a zoom on her butt. Right. So we don't we never really we didn't get a lot of like really cool, really good like action sequences like this one like we get in this movie um and everybody gets their moment like everybody gets their moment everybody's really good in it uh i really want to see more of like the relationships build between this team and the sequel i hope we get two or three more maybe a couple of uh a couple of solo films i really want to delve into like Ratcatcher 2's like adventures uh, like even if it's not a solo film i think Ratcatcher 2 and Bloodsport as a solo adventure would be really cool as like a team up adventure would be really cool um or maybe even a trio i think Ratcatcher 2 bloodsport and king shark uh as a trio in a in a smaller film would be amazing um and like having and of course getting another harley quinn solo film would actually be really cool if we got uh i don't want james gunn to direct it i think the thing we got to get like kind of like how patty jenkins did wonder woman we got to get somebody that really understands a woman that really understands the character of harley quinn to to do that movie um because there's a lot there and i think if we could i think we could introduce ivy using that like honestly the main thing that i care about with harley quinn is getting away from the joker because that felt like it, it it's been holding back the character of Harley for a really long time. Like it like it's important for her backstory and Birds of Prey did a really good job of like getting us to the point where we can finally say goodbye to that aspect of Harley's life because it is important for for like how she got to where she is for us to have the Joker. And it was very and Birds of Prey did an amazing job of getting Harley to be like, hey, I don't need the Joker. I don't need him. I don't want him cutting off that kind of toxicity from her life. Right. So now with the next Harley solo movie, as long as we just never bring him up again, <laughs> I think as a society, we've moved past the need for the Joker. So if we could just never bring him up again, like for the solo Batgirl movie, 
I understand that that the killing joke is an extremely iconic thing for Barbara Gordon's story. But at this point, like we've seen in film, people get robot legs, robot spines, all this type of stuff. So the for me, at least even in the 80s, there were comic book characters who had robot spines and robot uh, body parts and extremities and had their spines repaired, all this type of stuff. So for me, it's always the killing joke has always had a bitter taste in my mouth because of that because dc doesn't it doesn't have a lot of consistency and also because barbara gordon's entire that entire part of that story isn't about barbara gordon and that makes me mad it's not about barbara it's not about her pain it's not about what she's been through that entire aspect and people rewrite this constantly in their heads where they think it's about barbara gordon it was never about barbara gordon that entire part of the comic is about commissioner gordon and batman Barbara Gordon is used as a way to give them more pain. She's used as a plot device to give her father and Batman more pain against the Joker. It's not even about Barbara. And that's always rubbed me the wrong way whenever I've like whenever I've had to to like hear someone talk about the killing joke and how it's like the most pivotal part of Barbara Gordon's story. Like it's it's not because they don't bring it up. They like without without the exception of being like, oh, that's why she's Oracle. They never really bring it up. It doesn't. It just leads her to doing something that she was already doing. Right. So it's like I really hope that they kind of. I hope they rework it. I hope they rework it. I hope they get some people in there and they rework that so that it can be about her, because if you're going to do it, it needs to be about her it shouldn't be about giving batman more pain or giving commissioner gordon more pain it should be about barbara because it should be her story and people in their heads have rewritten the idea that the killing joke is about barbara and i think that's a lot of people who didn't read the comic i don't think they really kind of understand that it's not about her it was never about her and that's what rubs me the wrong way about that entire thing but you know it's written by man so it is what it is um but like even in the even in the 80s even when that came out there were already comic book characters who had restructured spines and things like that um and now we've seen it in, in marvel we've seen like roadie broke his spine and now he has robot legs right so i think there's a lot to do with modernizing because you can't really modernize it in that world where you have people walking around like Lex Luthor has an exoskeleton. You can't really modernize that story to now with the stuff that we've seen in comic books um, where she's like dating the son of a billionaire and he refuses to get her a surgery that we have access to as like in real life as regular people, right? Um, It's extremely expensive, but he's a billionaire. So... I think there's a lot that kind of needs to be changed about that. And there's, you know, there's nothing wrong with that. I think Oracle can be Oracle um, or just have have Barbara Gordon have a different accident or something. Right. Like have her have a different accident because I don't I don't want to take away from um, from the disabled community here with uh, with kind of having Barbara Gordon have her legs back. Uh, not not that, you know, not that she was missing something by not having the use of her legs. Um, because her brain was infinitely enough to, you know, uh, to make her a viable character. Um, 
but you know like there there's there they need to rework the reasoning they need to rework the reasoning um shouldn't be about her dad shouldn't be about batman it should be about her have her have her own villain it's about time batgirl got her own villain instead of following robin around all day or following batman around all day because bruce tim is is horrible for writing batgirl so it's time batgirl got her own villain give her uh what's uh joker's daughter or something you know that way it is about her you know like that's all i want i just want i want to i want to get like we're getting batgirl we're getting a batgirl solo movie have her fighting her own villain you can start working on that in the comics and then when the time comes for the film we'll have some established characters to work with and you know we can get something good something great because there's so much potential there there's so much potential I don't I don't want them to I don't want them to to to, to you know to early days suicide squad it I don't want them to Joss Whedon Justice League this you know like it's extremely this is important it's extremely important so yeah um uh moral of the story watch suicide squad the suicide squad not first one don't watch the first one watch the one that just came out recently it's on hbo max it's in theaters uh if you're going to theaters it's there um if you're not going to theaters it's on hbo max so watch it uh it's it's great it's an amazing film it's an amazing film and i want to see more of king shark uh nawe was popping off in that movie uh, and i want to see more Bloodsport. i want to see more of harley i want to see more ratcatcher 2 i want to see more polka dot man i want to see more of all these characters um who were popping off in this movie so yeah um go watch it and then when bralia watches it we'll do a spoiler review and talk about the the in-depth things because there's so many things about this movie that i want to talk about um not just directing wise uh not just story wise um but visually like all these things culminated to make such a beautiful movie and i I so badly want to talk about it so go watch it uh and then stay tuned for for when we talk about the spoilers um you can find me morgan brooks uh on twitter at morgan l brooks on uh instagram at morgan l underscore brooks or for photography hidden time l um and for tiktok twitch um youtube uh soundcloud uh hidden time lord um all in word h-i-d-d-e-n-t-i-m-e-l-o-r-d um and yeah that's that's it goodbye and good afternoon